Welcome to Listening to Your Gut. My name is Kelly, and I am an educator and future holistic nutritionist with a passion and purpose in this life to educate and serve others, like you. As a woman with two autoimmune conditions, I have found the power in embracing a holistic lifestyle to support my overall well-being. In each episode, I will share inspiration, tips, or research-proven strategies that will help you to listen to your gut. Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back. We have a special guest today. Our special guest is none other than Riker, my youngest pup out of the three that um, Jeremy and I are blessed to have. I don't know how long he'll stay with us, but he is currently sitting in my lap as I record this. And Riley, you can maybe hear her jingles in the background, is jealous, so she's coming in to check out things as well. So (laughs) we'll see how long they stay. But anyways, I am so glad that you are back. I'm excited for another episode. And today's episode is actually all about dairy-free, why people are going dairy-free. And I, in this episode, I'm also going to give you some dairy-free alternatives. I know um, a couple episodes ago, I gave some alternatives um, that were healthier and really got some great feedback on that. So I wanted to do another episode strictly focused on dairy alternatives. And then I will definitely here in the future do another episode on some of my favorite gluten-free products as well. So stay tuned for that. But today, like I said, is all focused on you know, why are people going dairy-free and why that could be beneficial to your health to go dairy-free. And then, like I said, also sharing some of my favorite brands for dairy-free products. So here we go. Okay, so let's start off with why are people going dairy-free, right? Why is that becoming, it seems like a very hot topic, right? People are saying, oh, I'm, you know, not eating dairy anymore. I'm going dairy-free. Why is that? Well, There are three, in my eyes, there are three main reasons why people are doing that. One, because they have an allergy to casein, which I'll talk to you more about what that is in a moment. Two, they have an allergy to lactose, which I'll tell you what that is in a moment. Or three, they're experiencing side effects from eating dairy that they just don't like. So let's dive into each of those three. So casein. What is it? Well, it's a great question. Casein is a complete protein. So what that means is it has all nine essential amino acids that we need for our body to function. Um, But it is a protein that some people are not able to process very well, right? That all of us have different bodies and not all of us can process things in the same way. So um, some people may have an intolerance or an allergy to casein. Lactose. Lactose is milk's natural sugar, right? It's the natural sugar that we find in dairy products. So same reason as casein, a lot of people will or have developed an allergy to casein and, excuse me, to lactose. (laughs) And so they, they choose not to eat those things because it produces unwanted side effects or they just, you know, it's, it's, it's been shown in their testing that they are allergic, so they want to avoid that. Okay, and then side effects. So maybe you're not allergic to casein or to lactose, but 
maybe you just have some side effects, right? And of course, these side effects can come with these allergies that I just discussed as well, but you may not have an allergy to either of those and you just experience these side effects. So side effects that you might experience when you are eating dairy um, could be things like fatigue, bloating, stomach cramping, chronic gas, acne, and brain fog. And so those are all things that we don't want to experience, right? And if we can eliminate those, having those negative side effects by not eating dairy, why wouldn't we, right? Um, so I will, I know for my, my hardcore dairy lovers out there, you're like, well, I wouldn't eliminate it because it tastes so good, right? And I totally get you, but I am going to hopefully save the day for you because I'm going to share with you at the end of this episode or towards the end some dairy-free alternatives that I think you might just like more than regular dairy products. So um, stay tuned for that. All right, so let's jump into the benefits of eliminating dairy from your diet, okay? And I also want to just make a statement real quick. If you don't feel comfortable eliminating dairy from your diet or if you don't feel like you can, right, it's not a bad idea to think about maybe just reducing it, right? I always think it's best to do things in smaller chunks and to kind of baby step it to where you ultimately want to be. And so if you feel that ultimately you would at some point like to go dairy free, then I would suggest if it doesn't feel comfortable for you to just straight out of the gate eliminate it all, I would suggest you pick a couple things that you could think about changing in terms of switching to a non-dairy product and replacing that with a, that dairy product with an alternative um, to see how you like it and then just progress from there. So just a little um, food for thought, no pun intended. <laughs> But, um, okay, so let's get into it. So the benefits of reducing or eliminating dairy would be, one would be weight loss, okay? Dairy contains a high amount of sugar and fat, and so when we eliminate or reduce our intake of dairy, we are going to see, should see, uh, some weight loss happen there because we know that sugar and fat contribute to weight gain. You also um, will maybe not notice this, but you will, your body will notice that it is reducing its exposure to antibiotics and hormones, all right? So all animal products contain antibiotics and hormones unless otherwise specified, and those are things that are put into those animals' bodies to keep them healthy so that they can be used for their intended purpose, okay? But those things have a negative effect on our health And so they are not things that you want to be consuming on a daily basis, all right? So you'll reduce your exposure to antibiotics and hormones. You also may experience clearer skin because, like I said, dairy contains sugar and sugar increases acne. And so you may experience clearer skin, which is awesome. You might improve your digestion because with the elimination of dairy, you then do not need the enzymes, which many of us are deficient in, the lactase enzymes that are needed to process the sugar in dairy products. And in fact, 70% of the world is deficient in these lactase enzymes. So many of us cannot process straight out of the gate 
these dairy products because we just don't have the right enzymes in our bodies to do that efficiently, okay? So you could see improved digestion. You could see reduced inflammation in your body, okay? You might also see improved bone health, all right? And again, you might not, you might not see it, but you will, over the long haul, you will... Um, that will be an impact of going dairy-free. You improve your bone health, and I'll go into that in more specific detail here in a little bit. Um, you will also help to reduce environmental impact, the environmental impact of um, dairy products, because if you didn't know, cow manure releases nitrous oxide, which is 298 times more powerful than carbon dioxide and is contributing to global warming. Whoa. Whoa right? That's, that's pretty intense. So, um, yeah, you're, you're helping to reduce the overall environmental impact. You, um, also are going to help to balance your hormones. Okay. Because dairy products mess with our hormones. So you're going to support balanced hormones by eliminating dairy. Um, and then you are also going to help decrease brain fog because you will experience less inflammation in the body, okay? And brain fog comes from inflammation in the body. All right, so let's go back to a couple things that I wanted to touch on, which one of which was bone health, right? It improves your overall bone health. All right, so a lot of people think that they need to eat dairy or drink milk specifically to support their bones, right? I know, I remember growing up and hearing my mom say that, you know, drink your milk, it helps build healthy bones, right? And I think that is something that we've been led to believe um, is like the, the best way to support our bones is to drink milk and to have dairy, but actually, um, that's not the case. So I wanted to share with you some information that I found from a documentary that I recently watched called Forks Over Knives, and it was released back in 2011. I will um, put information about that in the show notes if you want to check that out. It's about an hour and a half long and very, very informative. And in this documentary, there was a segment that was specifically focused on dairy products and the re researchers in this documentary um, stated that the more they found that the more calcium we take in, the higher our risk, the the more increased risk we have of developing hip fractures and leading to you know osteoporosis. Um, so what they said was the more dairy that we consume. Are the greater the risk we have of potentially developing osteoporosis, which is wild, right? Um, you know, we've always been told, at least I was always told, you know, drink your milk, get your dairy in, right? Because it's helping to build your bones. But actually, that could be detrimental to our health if we're consuming too much of that. And so they went on to talk about, you know, why this is the case. So I'm going to share with you some insight into this. They shared that you know, animal protein contains acid that's harder to process, and this is called metabolic acidosis. And to counter this body, um, this the body uses its most trusted acid buffer, calcium, from our bones, thus weakening our bones, right? So because we are consuming these 
animal proteins from the dairy products, our body is actually, it's counterintuitive. Now our body is taking the calcium from these products and it's using it to battle off these acids that are also part of these products in order to keep the body functioning, keep the body working right. So, um, yeah, just very interesting. It's very interesting that this is the case. And, um, you know, so there are several other great options. There um, are so many foods that you can eat that are dairy-free that naturally contain calcium. There are a lot of vegetables that contain calcium that you wouldn't think of, um, such as one off the top of my head that I can think of is broccoli. Um, and a lot of our green vegetables, kale is also a great source of calcium. So, um, you know, just eating natural whole foods is going to get you the calcium you need, but without those animal proteins that are going to negatively impact your overall health. Okay. And I wanted to share with you another really alarming statistic that I came upon in this documentary as well. Um, so According to the researchers in this documentary, since the 1970s, 20% of the Amazon rainforest has been destroyed, which is approximately the size of California, if you think of that um, in terms of a visual. And 80% of that land is now occupied by livestock. So they're using it to produce more food for us as humans. Um, And that cattle is eating enough grain to feed 8.7 billion people, okay? And there's just over, I think, 7 billion people in the world, right? So think about all the people that are hungry in the world. If we reduced that number by about 1 billion, we would have enough grain to feed all the people that are hungry in the world. I mean, it's just, it's incredible to think of the impact that some of these these processes, these products that we're consuming that aren't great for our health, it's incredible to see what they're also doing to our environment that's, that's having a negative impact. It was just, it was, like I said, it was just alarming for me to hear that statistic and to see that that is the case. Okay, my love, I wanted to take a break for a moment to let you in on the best skincare line I have ever used that is 100% plant-based, organic, cruelty-free, non-GMO, and gluten-free. Skin Essence Organics is a Canadian-based company that sells their products both in the U.S. and Canada. As I mentioned, their products are all plant-based and contain no harmful toxins. They smell great, feel great, and last an insanely long time. I have had some of my products for over six months, and I use them every day. One of my favorite products is the facial in a jar. It is an exfoliant and softening mask. You simply put a pinch of the powder and a few drops of water into your hand to make the most amazing smelling mask ever. If you are ready to switch over your skincare products and support your body and the environment, I've got your back. You can get 15% off your next order when you use my code KELLY15. That's K E 
LLY15. Feel free to DM me on Instagram with any questions you have at Kelly underscore Bluth. Again, the code to save you on these amazing products at Skin Essence Organics is Kelly15. All right, now let's get back to the episode. All right, as promised, we are going to round out this episode with some of my suggestions for alternatives if you are trying to cut out dairy or completely, um, maybe you're slowly cutting it out or you want to completely eliminate it from your diet. Either way, I've got some alternatives for you to try, and then I have some brands that I will recommend afterwards. So let's start with milks. First off, nut milks are going to be great, okay? Um, they taste great. They um, Most of them are very light. If you want something thicker, I would suggest going with oat milk. That has a thicker texture. But I personally love almond milk. Um, I usually, well, I'll tell you later, but I'll tell you right now too. I usually get the Silk brand. Um, and then I also love this uh, mac- macadamia nut milk that I get from Costco. So those are my two faves as of right now. Um, so if you like, if you like skim milk, um, which is what I used to drink before I converted over, you will probably like the nut milks better because they are thinner. But if you want something thicker, more closer to like whole milk, um, you'll probably want to go with oat milk because that does have a thicker texture to it. All right. In terms of butter replacements, um, I would suggest I always like going with avocado oil just because it's to me, it's a all purpose um, type of oil. But you could also use coconut oil, especially if you're doing like a baking mix, you may not want to use avocado oil. So coconut oil would be a good choice. Or if um, you remember from a previous episode, I mentioned that I use applesauce to replace butter in a lot of my baking recipes, especially like when I'm making banana bread, I will put applesauce in there to, um, and stu- you know, substitute out the, the butter. So that is, um, that saves you a lot of calories and a lot of fat too, because there is no fat in applesauce. So, um, those would be my suggestions for nut milk and for butter. Now I've got my, my notes here. So give me a second. Um, the other things I wrote down were yogurt. So yogurt, I would opt if you're trying to cut out, um, yogurt that contains dairy, I would choose almond, soy, or coconut, um, based yogurts. I like all three of them. Currently I'm on a a coconut kick. So I've got coconut yogurt that I use in my smoothies and in my parfaits and things like that. So I really like that. Um, in terms of cheeses, um, if you are looking for like a, oh, there's somebody back there. <laughs> I think it's maybe Riley. I digress. Um, so if you're looking for like a Parmesan replacement, nutritional yeast is going to be your go-to. I really like it. It's got kind of a, a I like the texture of it. It's, um, you know, it's obviously got um, a different texture than Parmesan, but it tastes similar to cheese. Um, and it has a little bit of a crunchiness too, cause it's, it's flaky. Um, I also, you know, like many of the, um, cheese alternatives, which I'll share some of my favorite brands here in a moment, but a lot of those are made with nut or bean, um, products. So, you know, 
I honestly, when I eat them, I can't really taste the difference. I, I think they still taste great. Um, if you are really picky, you might be able to, to tell that it's not, you know, dairy cheese, but I personally can't taste the difference. I think they, they taste great. And I, I think it has also to do with the, the brands that you choose. Some brands are higher quality and, uh, than others. And, you know, so enough said there. <laughs> um, and then whip topping, um, I have been on the search and I, I found it a couple places now, but whip topping, um, if you, you know, like to dip your strawberries as I do in like a cool whip type consistency or just to use it as a, a dessert um, topping. I um, like the coconut or almond based whips that they sell. Um, I know they're selling them now here locally at Meyer, um, and also Walmart sells them as well. Um, so some of my favorite brands that carry some of these products that I just mentioned to you uh, would be Silk, uh, Voila, Siete. So Siete's got some great quesos that are um, cashew nut based. So those are amazing. Um, so Delicious has some ice creams as well as uh, yogurts. And um, they are also the ones that carry the whipped topping. Bob's Red Mill has some great nutritional yeast. And then um, I didn't mention this earlier, but if you are looking for like a creamer, like a coffee creamer, Nut Pods is also a great um, choice. So I would recommend that brand as well. Um, so yeah, so those are just um, a few of the brands and a few of the, the alternatives that um, I would recommend. And um, yeah, that is that wraps up this episode. I hope you take away some helpful nuggets or tidbits from today's chat and I will talk to you soon. All right, my love, I hope you were able to take away some positive thoughts from today's episode. And if you feel you'd like to be able to connect more with the listeners of this podcast, then I have great news for you. If you are a woman that is interested in having a place to connect, inspire, and support other like-minded women, the Listening to Your Gut Podcast Facebook community is for you. In the Facebook community, we share our health and wellness journeys with one another in an effort to normalize these talks we often shy away from or feel are not welcome. They are welcome here. The link to join is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Okay, before I let you go, I wanted to ask a favor of you. If this podcast resonates with you, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute or two and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews help this podcast become more searchable, and that will therefore allow me to impact more people like you. Feel free to tag me on Instagram at Kelly underscore Bluth so that I can personally thank you. I am so grateful for you, and I look forward to continuing on this journey together. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible, and together we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you. I'm always here for you, and I'll talk to you soon.